Welcome to The Table, where three women of three generations are navigating together how to pursue God as Father, Jesus as Lord, and Spirit as Shepherd through every stage of life. It doesn't always look pretty, and it's never perfect, but we're always aiming to sharpen each other as iron on iron. So sister, pull up a chair, settle in, and get ready to grow with us in today's episode of The Iron Women. Welcome back to The Iron Women. Thank you for joining us. We have been hitting some pretty complicated, sensitive topics um, in the last two or three episodes. Talked about trauma, the truth about your trauma. We talked about self-care versus soul care. So we've done a lot of like heavy hitting conversation. So on the end of that, we wanted to follow up with an episode today that is going to be completely different than any of our previous episodes in its nature. We are going to be talking today about how the struggle is real. This topic is going to be a two-parter, so please come back next week as we're going to be following up on what you're about to listen to. But today's episode is going to be different in the sense of um, about a year ago, I uh, spent some time with some young women that I had the privilege of talking to about just the struggle of being a Christian female. And there's so many areas of life that we uh, struggle with, and it, it can vary in seasons of your life, depending on how old you are, what you're going through, your family background, all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, we are all struggling with something. And I really wanted to get to know those girls on a, on a basis of what are they struggling with, and then I wanted to confront their struggle area with Scripture. Because like we've repeated time and time again, the biblical concept of transforming our mind is real and powerful, and the Holy Spirit is alive and the Word is alive. And so in today's episode, we want to implore you that if it's possible— for you to listen to today's episode in a secluded place, a quiet place where you can hopefully be alone um, in a space that feels comfortable. If you want to turn the lights out, close your eyes and just turn this up as much as you can in volume. If you have a speaker, we want today's episode to just be scripture that is washed over you. We want to meditate on scripture in today's episode. And the pattern of the episode is going to look like this. We are going to list off several categories of struggle that when I spent time with these um, girls, they said, yes, I struggle with that. I'm struggling with that right now. And what I found when I combined all of their answers and, and talking and voting of which areas they're struggling in, there are just some universal areas where we are all struggling in. And the three of us sitting around this table identify with these areas as well. Just because we've been saved for a certain amount of time doesn't mean we don't still struggle with things. So our aim is we're going to list off the category of a struggle area, and then we're going to have scripture read to address and encourage you in that area. So sit back, take some time for yourself, and let the scripture be washed over you today in the areas that you are struggling with. 100% said that they struggled with the tongue, the number one area of the tongue, being unloving, unkind, gossip, slander, lying, 
being short, rude, or mean in their speech to others. We're going to address that with scripture. Psalm 34, 13 and 14 says, Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Colossians 3, 8 through 10 and 4, 6 says, But now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. 92% said that they struggle with fighting idolatry, specifically not prioritizing consistent time with Jesus over everything else in their life. Let's hear what the Bible has to say. Colossians 1, verses 15 through 19. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things should hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. Mark 1.35 And arising very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he, Jesus, departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. 83% said that they are actively struggling with toxic eating habits or obsessive body image and weight control. Psalm 139.14 I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wonderfully made and your works are wonderful. I know this very well. Proverbs 31.30 Charm is deceptive, and beauty, it's fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Don't you know that your body is a temple that belongs to the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit, whom you received from God, lives in you. You do not belong to yourselves. You were bought for a price. So bring glory to God in the way you use your body. 
75% said they are struggling with entitlement, impatience, self-centeredness, and aren't we all struggling with pride? Philippians 2.3 says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. James 4.10 says, Humble yourselves before the Lord, and He will exalt you. Ephesians 4.1-3 I, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility, gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. 75% said that they were battling addictions or unbalanced and unhealthy sinful desires towards a slew of things, whether that be worldly lifestyle, social media or entertainment, pornography, shopping, substances, food, sex, sleep, or work. Galatians 5 verses 1 and 15 through 26. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these two are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Philippians 4, 8-9 Finally, brothers, 
whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. 75% said they are struggling with fear, anxiety, mental health. Isaiah 41.10 Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will hold on to you with my righteous right hand. 2 Timothy 1.7 For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. John 14.27 Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Don't let your heart be troubled or fearful. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Isaiah 26, 3 and 4. You will keep the mind that is dependent on you in perfect peace, for it is trusting in you. Trust in the Lord forever, because in the Lord, the Lord himself is an everlasting rock. 75% said they are struggling with insecurity of your personality, your appearance, or social performance. Philippians 1.6 And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Romans 5.5 Therefore, Since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that the sufferings produce endurance, And endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Hebrews 4, 16 and 13, 6 Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. 
so we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Isaiah 32, 17, and the effects of righteousness will be peace and the result of righteousness, quietness and trust forever. Jeremiah 17, 7, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. 67% said they are struggling with loneliness, isolation, abandonment, and disassociation from oneself. Psalm 139, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light about me be night. Even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. If I would count them, they are more than the sand. I awake and I am still with you. Hebrews 13, 5. I will never leave you or forsake you. 67% also said they are struggling with discontentment, disappointment, and feeling lack. Philippians 4, 11 through 13. I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I find myself. I know how to make do with little, and I know how to make do with a lot. In any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being content, whether well-fed or hungry. Whether in abundance or in need, I am able to do all things through him who strengthens me. Matthew 6, 19, 21. Don't store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. 
but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves don't break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Psalm 34, 8 through 10. Taste and see that the Lord is good. How happy is the person who takes refuge in him. You are his holy ones. Fear the Lord, for those who fear him lack nothing. Young lions lack food and go hungry, but those who seek the Lord will not lack any good thing. Psalm 23, 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. 58% are struggling with shame, guilt, and condemnation. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 and 21. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Romans 10, 11. For the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. Romans 8, 1 through 2. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free, free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. 2 Corinthians 3, 17. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Psalm 118, 5. Out of my distress I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free. 58% struggle with anger and violence in word, thought, or actions. Psalm 34, 13 and 37, 8. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Ephesians 4, 2. With all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love. Ephesians 4, 31. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. 58% also are struggling with having a critical, judgmental, or assuming and assigning the worst type of spirit. Romans 2, 1 through 4. Therefore, every one of you who judges is without excuse. For when you judge another, you condemn yourself, since you, the judge, do the same things. Now we know that God's judgment on those who do such things is based on the truth. Do you think 
any of you who judges those who do such things yet do the same, that you will escape God's judgment? Or do you despise the riches of his kindness, restraint, and patience, not recognizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? Romans 12, 16 through 18. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud. Instead, associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Give careful thought to do what is honorable in everyone's eyes. If possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Colossians 3, 12-13a Therefore, as God's chosen ones, holy and dearly loved, put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another if anyone has a grievance against another. 58% also struggle with unforgiveness, bitterness, an unmerciful heart, or a revengeful spirit. 1 John 1.9 and 4.20 If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. Matthew 5, 43-48 You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? You, therefore, must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect." Ephesians 4, 31-32 Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. 50% say they are struggling with self-esteem, and identity, an unbiblical view of yourself either too high or too low. Genesis 1:27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. 
1 Corinthians 12, 27. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20 Your bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit, and you were bought with a price. 1 John 3, 1-2 See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called the children of God. And lastly, 42% said they struggle with sadness, depression, difficulty to feel joy, or to feel purpose. Psalm 23.4 Even when I go through the darkest valley, I fear no danger, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Psalm 34, 17 through 18. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all of their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Psalm 30, 11. You turned my wailing into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. Jeremiah 15, 16. Your words were found and I ate them. And your words became to me a joy and the delight of my heart. For I am called by your name, O Lord, God of hosts. Psalm 16, 8 and 9. I have set the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad, and my whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells securely. Psalm 33, 21. For our heart is glad in him, because we trust in his holy name in Romans 8 28 and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purposes ladies we want the power of scripture to transform your mind if you have to go and listen to this 25 more times and fast forward to the specific struggles that you are currently walking through, do it. If you've got to find the moment of silence and solitude just to get away and renew your mind with scripture, it is worth it. It is the only thing that can transform your mind. We believe in the power of scripture. It is alive. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. He can and wants to transform you and wants to renew you. He brings everything to light so that he can transform it. So you can be sanctified to be more like Christ. We hope this episode can aid in that effort. We thank you for your time and we want to implore you to come back next week as we're going to address 
how to fight the battle that is all of these categories. We have some simple 11 practical steps, a lot of which we've already covered in previous episodes, but we just want to circle back on and just make it really simple and clear. Like this is stuff that we can do. The Lord has given us steps to take. So come back and join us for that next week. Thank you for listening. Hey, sisters, thank you all so much for spending your time with us. We are excited and expectant for everything Jesus is going to do through these conversations. If you found this encouraging, insightful, or brought you some moments of joy or laughter, go ahead and share this episode with your spiritual sisters to keep today's conversation going. Then come on back and hang out with us on the next episode of The Iron Women. 